Am I making any sense? This, okay, so we're recording. This could get a little weird. But what's normal nervous. anymore? That's what we need to ask ourselves. <laughs> what is normal going to be from this day on? Actually, from yesterday on, what is normal going to be? Who knows? Mm. Oh, before we kick off, hey, Jacob, can I get the number five spot tonight at Off the Hook? <laughs> Fuck off. There's no Off the Hook for like eight weeks. I it know. Might as well be canceled. <laughs> yeah. No, so I. Okay, dude. So then you know. I'll let you know now my internet connection is unstable, it says. So, we'll see what happens here. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? Let me, let me turn off my VPN first. That's usually what okay. I run on. Sometimes that can be a little iffy. Okay. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Here. VPN, you're getting bounced all over the place. Yeah. So, I think I, we're probably good now. I had assumed that everything was just canceled as of yesterday. But evidently, there's still... Uh, I, I heard from one of our colleagues that there's still places doing comedy right now. Really? I'll Where? tell you when we stop recording, but yeah. So I guess there's still either open mics or showcases that are kind of happening underground. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, but at this point, I don't want to be, you know, the thing with me is I got a sick kid at home. I don't want to be the guy who's passing it around. Like if, if it gets passed on to me, if I'm going out to comedy, like, okay, so be it even though yeah. I would be bringing it home. But right now, like for all I know, I could be a carrier because I've had two sick kids in the last yeah. month, you know? You just be careful for the common cold, dude, to be honest with you, the flu. But yeah, no, you're yeah. right. I mean, the trying times. I know. So what's your situation right now? Is it, is, do you have no work or do you just, are you doing stuff at home that you can? I'm doing work stuff at home right now. I'm just okay. doing like a, progress report stuff and then just lesson planning after that probably okay then, yeah my life isn't affected i mean obviously my life is affected but my work stuff is like i i i can always do my work wherever i am um yeah but the problem is the rest of the world doesn't work that way <laughs> no it doesn't it doesn't my job i have to be in person with people it's hard to teach this group of people with exactly internet. yeah we're not built yep. for this. We're not built for this. So I, I don't know. What's the official word right now? When I read the uh, shelter in place warning from Santa Clara, it said, um, was it four weeks as of yesterday? Or is it indefinite? Yeah. It's three or four weeks. I don't know. Check the news here. I mean, I think it was three weeks. I'm not going to check my phone right now. I feel like I just bad etiquette on this thing. But no, yeah, who knows what the etiquette is on this? It could, it could get true. weird. You have either one listener or 6 million, somewhere in the range. No, you know what? I'm just recording this. I'm going to have to put it out. Oh, I'm going to have to put it out later. <clears throat> sort of um, pretty much hanging out right now. We're just hanging out. So this is, this is what I wanted to do. So yesterday I canceled our in-face podcast or, or yeah. in the garage because, you know, obviously I don't want to get anyone sick. But then I was thinking about it. I go, wait a minute. It's 2020. We could talk to people a million different ways. Why don't I just figure out how to record something? So I, th I think the Zoom might be the best way to go for now. Can I ask um, you, how do you feel about these Zoom open mics? Uh, I, at this point, I, I, I would do anything <laughs> just to get, 
but I don't think you're getting, it's not a real thing. It's not a no. real, both as an it's, audience. I think it's just a video conference workshop at this point. Yeah. I'm calling up the mic, you know? Right. Because the whole thing with the open mic is there's people's reactions in front of you. Right. And you're trying to, um, you're, you're trying to uh, maybe for lack of a better term, adapt to the changing environment of people's responses. Whereas yeah. with this, it's going to be hard enough for me and you to just talk, let alone try to make each other laugh. But here's what I will say. I think, I think the Zoom open mic definitely has its place with um, committing to physical comedy probably and also doing almost like skit work. Like obviously SNL, well, no, SNL is not a good example. There's a lot of... Uh, comedy type sketch stuff that happens not in front of a live audience yeah and it's still funny like the keen pill stuff that's not live audience exactly that that's what i was trying to get yeah like keen and pill like that's perfect that's acting crazy things out but i think aren't these youtube sketches yeah so well i i haven't gone to any yet but how's it is it a situation where the comics are in one location and they zoom out or is it each comic is in their own spot I haven't done any, and I, I don't know if I'll do any, to be honest. I might just spend, say, weeks writing the entire time. Yeah, I'll, that's probably what I'll do. That's yeah, probably what I'll do. Sit down. And, and then, you know, when my kid is feeling better, I, I don't know, I might try and find some of these underground mics. If Maybe they'll tag along with you. Maybe we can just find Derek and Nathan and just have, like, a workshop, workshop in person. Yeah, yeah. I'm game for that. I think the big deal right now is just the large crowds of, you know, 10 or more people yeah. that is exactly. frowned upon. And let's yeah, face mean, it, most open mics are not even going to be more than 10 people. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I was talking to somebody about this, and it was like, they're asking about like, how like, my personal work to be affected. And I was like, no, I think a whole lot too much, you know? And then, you know, school got you, then like, my job got you down for like three weeks. But then, I was like, my comedy career will be affected by this at all, I'm pretty sure. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the same people. It's going to be the same people doing the jokes in front of the same people. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's interesting. You know, even two days ago, I was still just kind of like, uh, this is all, this is hysteria and hype and whatnot. And then once they were saying, oh, we're, we're shutting everything down, that's when I go, oh, this is getting real. Because now, I mean, you know, God forbid people are getting sick and suffering. I mean, that's not, obviously you don't want to see that. But then now what's happened is we've taken the sick and the suffering and we've just crashed our economy for God knows how long. And there's tens of millions of people unemployed right now because their companies, you know, have just had to shut the doors or whatever. And that's going to be, that's going to reverberate a lot longer than any kind of, um, you know, whatever's One going second, on. One second, this is going to sound off, off topic. The Folgers is pretty good. I'd get that to drink. Nice. Um, Folgers yeah. for the win. Folgers, dude, it's the best thing in your cup, you know, yeah. in the morning. Was the other expression go or was the slogan? Fuck it, it doesn't matter. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. There it is. Yes, back to your economy stuff. I completely, completely agree with you. I mean, until like today, I wasn't sure I was getting paid for my month of like work on my, for my salary and contract and shit like that. Oh. And like, thank, yeah, yeah. And I thankfully, like, you know, I was thinking like worst case scenarios, like I'm in a union. So, you know, like that, that would like hopefully get me paid later on. Like, it came to the worst case scenario, you know? But like, I got an email today. I'm like, okay, so this didn't work out. But like, other people maybe not as fortunate as that shit. You know, no. in the economy. 
dude, the economy, you're just like, you're trying to just throw like $800 billion into that bad boy and just cut all the interest rates and make everything just, just float. But yep. the truth is we're probably into recession. Oh, easily. At least. Yeah. At least yeah, a recession. Probably, I bought a couple shares of Apple yesterday and then if I get this paycheck, I'm probably going to divvy that up into some other blue chips. Like Ooh. if I don't think people are going to like not travel after this is all over or like even your interim future when life has to resume at some point. Yeah. I'm leaving you're dumb from an investing standpoint. You don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah. 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 Dude, like, no. For example, American airlines is $15 a share right now, or it was yesterday at least and they traded before this whole thing at 35. So returns back Ooh. to its normal levels of trading or like close to it you're looking at almost double your initial investment per share. Yeah. No, I think now is the time to buy everything. <laughs> everything is going to be a bear market, baby. It's a bear market. But, but here's the thing. You're options buy your puts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, have you ever read the book or watched the movie, The Big Short? Yeah. Oh, dude. I only I watched that last week and I don't know how I was sleeping on that movie. That was such a great oh, movie. Now I want to get the book. There's a guy from one of the segments in there. Um, I think it's the one with Selena Gomez. His name's Richard Thaler. Talking about investing in psychology. Yes. And um, I, I read his book called Nudge like a couple years ago. Super fucking good book. Okay. But it basically, like, talks about like just predicting downward trends and like seeing like stuff happening and like kind of just going with it. So like, I mean, before like just the economy stuff again dude like before like three or four weeks ago it was, it was already tanking every friday mm-hmm. for the last like six five to six weeks the market would just drop hella hard uh, every friday so like the signs were already kind of there right and then monday I, I was able to pull out most of my assets in cash the, the previous friday or thursday rather before everything collapsed on friday and monday or like had a big ass big ass hit so i think yeah. my assets i'm not uh I'm not good with that stuff. So I have stuff in different investments, but I'm sure it's all just whatever. It's gone. But Don't leave it alone. Don't think about it. It'll rebound. I, I never do. Eight years. I never do. <laughs> I never, go. yeah, I never looked at money as a hobby. So I try to save as much as I can. When Once we had kids, it's harder to save. But um, I just try to tuck away stuff I don't, uh, you know, spend into whatever kind of investments, but I, I, they're all distributed. I don't know how it all works. Uh, I'm actually probably, yeah, check on that dude. (laughs) I'm very at risk of losing everything because I don't pay much attention to investments. You know, I'm all up on that shit. Yeah, that's good. That's smart. Um, so yeah, man, I don't know. Do you think, so let's say, let's play out some scenarios here. Um, Sure, so let's man. say we go on full on zombie apocalypse, right? Because right yeah. now people are rushing the stores, buying up. I don't know why people are buying toilet paper. This makes no sense to me. I mean, sure, have some toilet paper, but do you need six months worth of toilet paper over oatmeal and rice and beans? No, I don't get it. They're full. Oh, hey, oh. We'll be open all night. There's our workshop. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're here all week, baby. We're here all week. Here we aren't going week, anywhere. I'm hosting still. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jacob's room. <laughs> do you think it's better? So you're a really slender guy. Do you think yeah. that's going to pay off in the post-apocalyptic world? Or do you think it's going to be better oh, to be a little um, heavier set? In a post-apocalyptic world, uh, my, my genes are definitely procreating for sure. 100% they survive. Okay, and so the skinniness the will pay off. Well, here, well, here's why, dude. 
Well, okay, I'm, give it to me. I'm more active than most people for sure. Right. Just coaching, wrestling, working out on my own lifting and running. Like, right. dude, like, I told, I told you this before. Like, I did the turkey trot all six miles with the 6K, like, in for five, 10K, whatever it is. Did that, like, in 55, 52, like, somewhere like between 54 and 55 minutes. Wow. So, I, so that's like an eight, eight minute pace, eight and a half minute pace somewhere in there. So that's that's insane. Yeah, so it's pretty consistent. I think I, I make it, you know, I can outrun some people if I need to. So it's not going to be, because where I was looking at it, I was looking at the angle of if there's no food, are people who have a little extra marbling in the, in the steak going to be better off than the skinny people? Oh, I was looking at Darwinism. Do follow the fitness, yeah. man. No, Darwinism, I'll the, I'll, definitely I'll the fitness. I think I get it real primal. Off. Yeah. I get it real primal with it, dude. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, for sure, because I definitely, even when I get super busy, I forget to eat. Okay. Like, and like, if I wouldn't, if I know this about myself, like, if I wouldn't, if I didn't have to eat, I wouldn't do it. Okay. So like you I'm can go some time without food then. Yeah. You're not even thinking about it, too. I think it's probably maybe like I'm cutting weight in the past and like being oh. an athlete and then. That's right. A wrestler shit. is already really good at fasting. Yeah, just used to it. Let's screw it poor, so. Yeah. Else. There we go. Well, who who said it? I think it was um what's his name? Uh Charlemagne the God. You know Char- Charlemagne the God? Yeah. He said, in times like these, it's good to be ghetto. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> the the ghetto will make will make do with whatever uh with that, whatever kind of minimal stuff we have, right? Oh yeah, yeah, man. I'll get through this somehow. Dude, are like you I bored thought, yet? Uh, no. Yesterday, I spent the uh, pretty much the entire, like, a good portion of the day after finished work stuff, like playing Monopoly and like Yahtzee and board games with my family. So wasn't that bored? You know, you smoke a little joint, play a little Yahtzee, have a good time. Yeah. No, I'm gonna be doing a lot of board games. Hey, you play D and D, so you can just run yeah. a campaign with your daughters and your and your wife. Well, no, I'm. I found this thing on. Um, I didn't find it. I've known about it for a while, but I'm gonna get. So my nephews, I want to get involved. So my kids, we have a campaign, and my nephews have a campaign. But there's something online called Roll Twenty, and okay. it's all you could do it through the computer screen, and your maps are on the computer screen and everything. Is and it, then is it the open mic like? Of like zoom like zoom open mics of like uh like playing D&D. rpg exactly that's okay, exactly wow. it yeah it's gonna be the um zoom session of rpg so it'll be you just like this, this except i'll have maps and whatever and we can figure you can it out get nathan and derek into playing a campaign or to a one shot of D. yeah no i'll set something up if i mean i'm not yes. the best um yes. game master but whoever wants to join in uh, I'll pro- and we'll probably use Roll Twenty. In fact, you know that's a. Gr- go ahead. You know he's into that stuff, surprisingly. Who? Tyler, standard. Oh, that's not surprising. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I talked about D and D with him a couple times before. Yeah. Like, just like find want to play or find someone to play with. I think he's mentioned he'd be down for it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll see if I can get a. Well, first, let me test it out on my family. <laughs> see how easy it is <laughs> to do it. But that's a great way to kill time. You could even twitch with that stuff. Um, yeah, plus better way just to become better friends with people too. Yeah, which is I'm kind of thinking of this now. Have you noticed there's a flurry of social media stuff going up right now? Because I think everyone's just thinking we need to kill time, so let's start doing things. 
No, because I'm pretty like look, I'm pretty like stoic about most things. Yeah. So it's just like it happens, it happens. So like I've been like plus because of that, it's just like like I find time like I'm just doing things I should get being in anyway, so much like reading, writing and like this kind of thing. But it's like yeah. I don't go on Facebook anyway. Or, like social media. Oh, like I probably won't be good. on for the next eight weeks because I wanna have to take sign ups for off the hook or like go just like hit up Otu or like Pete and be like, Hey, can I get a spot tonight? Yeah, that's true. This would be a good time not only to eat healthy and exercise, but also detox from the social media. Yeah. Yeah, think about this. Like, you know, like in the movies where like uh, the guy goes away for like a long period of time and like comes back like in a few months and he's a changed person. Yes. Like, just let this be that period of time for you where you just figure out your shit. Yeah. That's how I looked like, at it. Like, check it out, dude. I'll turn you around real quick. This is my Ooh, fucking... Turning me around. Yeah, I'm just my fucking tailor. But this is my fucking at-home gym right here, man. So, fucking kettlebells. Ooh. Then bar. Nice. So, I'm just pretty much going to do prison workouts for the next eight weeks while I'm here. Yeah. I'm feeling a little cabin fever already, but the reason I'm feeling it is because I have a sick kid, you know? And yeah. and so, it's like you, you kind of have fever. to... Yeah, you you actually you just have to stay next to him, you know, because she's been fevering for a long time. And um, but once she's healthy, then I'll be able to you know go out and actually get. And this rain, this rain is keeping us cooped up. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I uh, went out on Saturday night with a group of friends, and um, one of them is extreme hypochondriac. Like they went to BJ's and they uh, they were having a panic attack, dude. Oh they yeah, thought they were gonna die. So I've been texting them every day for the last three days. Yeah. Went on Saturday night. So I was like, all right. 14 Dude, days. I think, man, I wouldn't be surprised if a large percentage of the states had this and it was just they didn't have symptoms. Because the big problem right now is I don't think there are test kits out there. There's not enough test kits because that no. was my experience with my kids is they're just like, they don't fit the criteria so they don't get a test. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't show up. In, it's not supposed to show up in kids. Yeah. Point. Yeah. So. I mean, it's concerning, but at the same time, it's like, maybe, well, this is just like a long thing. It's mostly for like people of older age and who have respiratory illness. Yeah. Systems already. Yeah, the strong lung people, the tokers, the bong smokers are going to be fine. Yes, yes, the bong smokers will be fine. The cigarette smokers, on the other hand, yes. you know, they might be in a bit of trouble. They're in big trouble. Yeah. So Speaking of which, overweight and old. I wonder if dispensaries fall under critical, Bars? no, critical, uh, like food and medicine. <laughs> no, probably not. But I think I'm stocked up for the next eight weeks, hopefully. Oh yeah. I'm good too. If you, if you need some, I don't, I don't use a lot. So I always have surplus surplus <laughs> in the old yeah. McCarran garage. I'm sure you're going to find somebody where I'm around, but yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. We'll get through, man. We'll find a way. Yeah. This is, yeah. I mean, this is just, you know, the thing. I think, exactly. I think you're exactly right about the writing. I think now is the time before you can make excuses like, oh, I, I'm in traffic and then I got to go to meetings and then I got to do this. And you can kind of make excuses for not pulling out the pad. But yeah. now it's like you got long, everyone has long stretches of the day. Yes, people are still working. Like I'm still making calls, doing stuff on my computer. Right. But um, for the most part, 
I have long stretches that I didn't have last week or the week before. So probably eight works, eight weeks worth of writing. If nothing else, you form a habit. Right. You know what, man? Like that's a good point. But also, like even read like several books on writing, like not even just comedy, but like just writing in general is good. Just to figure out like how to like structure things better. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know what's a good writing book? Act. Have you read uh, The Artist's Way? No. I've not. Okay. What's some of I your, what, there's another good one called writing to the bones. Um, um oh, I've, I have that. I don't think I've read it though. Um, I've read on writing. Um, let's see. Let's see. Writing with Steve. Let's see. Let's see um, draft number four on writing at Stephen King. I've read, uh, let's see the, um, the war, the war of art. Oh, uh, that's one of my, that's, that is my personal Bible. You know that? Turning pro, um, that's the other Stephen Pressfield. Yes, yep, both of those. I read those. I, you know what? I read those probably not cover to cover, but I go to them for reference at least four times a month where I'll pull the page because right now is perfect. Oh, here we go. I don't want to get on a soapbox, but right now is a perfect example of resistance can take over. Oh, yeah, for this period of time. Because even with this podcast, like yesterday, I said, Hey man, we got to cancel. And I think it was the right reasons to cancel. But right after I said that, I go, did you say that because you're really concerned about his health? Or did you say that because you're making excuses to not podcast? And then once I said that, I go, oh, I got to find, I got to use a Zoom or Skype and then yeah. we can keep podcasting through. This is fine for me, dude. It's just, this works for me. <laughs> well, you know what I'm thinking? If this plays out well and the quality is good enough, um, I, I may do this more often and do once a week in the garage and then do another one on the week where I do a remote. No, no, but you lose right now. It's understandable, but you lose that personal quality of having people like the togetherness to meet in the same room, you know? Yeah. That's what people always say when it comes to podcasting. It's better if you're just there sitting at a table. making. Then it it feels like, I think you run the risk of it just being like you running like a uh, a business meeting, you know, and people are just watching your business meeting. That's like, true because right now when I'm looking at you, my eyes aren't looking at the camera, which means no. what you're seeing is me looking down, which is not the same as me looking yeah. up. And like when I was like thinking about like the books you asked me for like on writing, like what I've read, like I was looking up and away from the camera and I had to think about like what I was going to say, like which books, you know? Yeah. So I was like, definitely not an element of togetherness. Plus I feel like the energy is different already. It you is. Know? Yeah. But like in the past, we've been able to kind of just like get excited beforehand, you know, or like it's for bullshitting with you or Derek or Nathan or something like that, you know, what's yeah. going on already. Yep. No, there's definitely an element that's going to be missing. Um, but who knows? I mean, if it helps keep making podcasts, then it's worth it uh, for, for now. now. This, is, this is perfect for now. I mean, it's the best you can do, right? Put it on a schedule. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've seen before? I mean, since this whole thing started, what's the craziest thing you've seen out there? The craziest thing I've seen out there. Hmm. You know, kids getting high at the drive-in last Wednesday when I took the night off. If I, I realize now I would have probably gone out a different night had that been the last potential night to do comedy. Oh, yeah. Person. Last Tuesday was it, man. Off the hook. That was my last open yeah. mic. It would have gone out on Wednesday had I known that 
this was going to happen. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, me too, probably. Ah, no, not really, because my kid was getting really sick by then. Oh, I would have. Um, I could have pushed. I could have pushed that obligation of mine to like Thursday. So. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. hindsight being twenty twenty. Yeah. I mean, I had shows for this weekend booked up too. I was excited for supposed to do Johnny's again with Pete, and then go back to the Central Valley as well. Oh, so that one yeah. got canceled. Yeah, dude, I was gonna have a little run there. Oh man. I know. Would have been nice. I was planning on ramping up too. Yep. I was gonna do like three sets tonight, at like or two sets forever, and then host tomorrow. Oh no, there wasn't gonna host tomorrow, so I was gonna try to maybe hit Tommy T's or whatever, or like you know. Yeah. Well, I was on the lineup for the Rooster Tees competition tomorrow. Yeah. That's done. Canceled for like the next like eight weeks, right? Well, we we don't even know. Um, so Heather. She's been really good. She emailed us just kind of explaining, but she doesn't know the plan because um, if at the end of four weeks, they say, oh, actually it takes eight weeks, then she has to push it out even further. So I don't know. The whole thing yeah. just sounds like a nightmare, but it's basically, it's closed until April's, what is it? April, I think the second week of April is what every, um, all the guidelines have been. So uh, I guess that's, April 6th um, and then you know who knows how it all plays out yeah yeah April 6th is like my first day of like work again like I'm going to go back to work okay so, potentially yeah it'll go by quick yeah hopefully this is like Christmas vacation with another week and it just feels like oh I know that's oh, yeah, what I yeah, thought yeah, I explained to my niece, she's like, like, look, we're just going to be up late hanging out sometimes, playing games and bullshitting like this. It's going to be like Christmas Eve, except Christmas Day never comes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And Grandpa might die. <laughs> no joke about that. That's very concerning. My, gra my grandfather no. is a wandering man. Believe me, I, most of this stuff I've been joking, but then the only concern I have is for the kids and the old, right? Those are the two that's like... This, this is factual. Of today... I was going to do laundry. My grandpa lives near us, right? We share a laundry unit. Okay. He, I guess he was doing laundry before me, right? On the floor, I found a condom. Oh. So my grandfather is not married right now. All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait it was his? Dad. Yeah, it was his. Wow. This dude gets around, man. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he's from the generation to always be prepared. So he's not yeah, going to leave sure. without his uh, Jimmy, as they say. 100%. <laughs> Speaking jive. Jimmy hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how we keep ourselves occupied, man. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I have some books stockpiled, so I got to get through some of them. I mean, yeah. And then I got some shows recommended to me I can check out from various people in my life. So I guess I can do that too. But That's I think probably I'm what deep. I'll be doing. I mean, video games. Oh, so I'm kicking off. Have you ever heard of the game Fallout 2? It's probably be when you were still a little kid when it yeah, came I've out. Yeah, I've heard of Fallout. I okay. some of the older ones. So yeah, I'm going to start either. twitching uh, Fallout, me playing Fallout. Fallout 2 specifically, because that was back in yeah. the day. That was like 1998. So I'm going to start playing that. Oh, 
you're a guitarist also. I yeah, played dude. my guitar yeah. for probably like an hour today, hour and a half. And I plan to do that um, while things are. We can get Derek. We can, we can jam. I, yeah. can, I got my Taylor. Nice. My, yeah. my, um, my fucking Gibson isn't very good, dude. It's all fucking, it's all fucked up. Get that thing set up. Yeah, dude. Fucking, I'll show it to you right now. Guitar, guitar center. You can set it up for. I think they'll charge you sixty bucks to set it up. No, no, this thing's all fucked up. It looks looks good, but like, uh, like some of the strings are rusted into, like, the guitar itself. Oh yeah, like they can fix pegs. all that up. Yeah, but I think we'll get new tuning pegs and then shit like that. I got those black ones. Oh, nice. I didn't know yeah, SGs dude. had the middle pickup. Yeah, or humbucker. Huh. Yeah, man. This is a gift, believe it or not. It's just for free. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but I got a fucking... This is a project for sure. Oh, but I'm like never getting rid of this. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's a beautiful guitar. Yeah, it fucking wailed when I was able to get it going. But um, yeah, I gotta do like I mean I could do this myself, but then the thing is like if this was a Fender and I've owned several Fenders before, like I don't have it in here, but I had a uh, like a, a white a Mexican uh, fat strat with a humbucker and then two steam coil pickups. Okay. But um, I don't have the space for it right now. But like I've had that motherfucker, and like if I wanted like mess with that i can just easily just take off the bolts and like change the headstock and like over neck all together you know yeah so with this like it's attached so i gotta be hella careful if i want to like fuck with information or the truss rod inside to the nitty-gritty stuff i uh i don't know man i just can I, I like the music aspect of it i don't like the tuning aspect so i just pay oh. i pay I someone and they do they do such a good job over um, I used to go to a guy in Campbell. He was more expensive and had a long wait, but now at Guitar Center Santa Clara, there's a guy there. I got his name somewhere. Um, I'll give it to you, but he's my last setup I did on a Gibson, actually. Um, I hadn't set it up since probably like 2004, 2005. Mm -hmm. And the G and B string I kept breaking. Oh. It's like something's, something's off here. And it was just a lot of the... Um, um, down at the saddle, it was, uh, what, what's that called? Um, when, you know, the metal gets kind of like, um, not anodized, but. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was getting kind of funky. So I took it in. I actually went with, uh, some kind of deluxe setup for a hundred bucks, but man, he got nice. that thing looking so good, sounding so good, playing so good. The action's perfect. Uh, so it was cons considering it was my first setup in it probably over a decade <laughs> it was well worth the money yeah no i think I, I can probably do it off do that for like guitar but i mean like i always wanted like i like doing that shit on my own like even when i on my table okay. like taking up the strings off and just resetting it by myself and just like doing all that shit cleaning like cleaning it all together you know with like the wipes and shit yeah. and then stringing it myself like i just it's always like interesting to me if i could leave a soldering like on guitar to play with i would do it like yeah. i don't know that's Soldering Maybe. is actually something I am comfortable with. 
I think with guitars, it's the precision of all the other things that needs to happen. The, uh, um, yeah. the, see, I don't even know that. I don't even know the terms like the sustain and these other things, but yeah, that's great. If you know how to do it, that's probably very rewarding to be able to set up your own gear. I would love to be able to do that shit, but I don't know. Never have a time to learn how to do soldering. Yeah. That's cool. So what else, man? What, what can we cover on the remote after the apocalypse podcast today? I mean, no shows to promote, no open nothing. mics to talk about. <laughs> Dude, I mean, uh, I think, I mean, I'm still doing like, life stuff dude I, like i have a job interview on thursday via like oh phone. nice so let's see how that goes but i don't know man life yeah. supposed to keep going somehow so yeah I'll figure it out like you know <laughs> yeah just interesting to say the least it is it's interesting times and i'm just not worried yet but my whole thing is like if the economy is down and the economy totally crashes and people are unemployed, I have to think things will get ugly, like looting or... You have a gun? I don't. Never I don't. But see, even if I did, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pull the trigger on anyone. That's the problem, right? Uh, yeah, I see. Um, I just, I don't have it in me to do something it's like mostly that. mostly there for deterrent, like cops and spawn time. If anything happens, dude, just spawn time is gonna be fucking nuts. Yeah, like just shoot in the air, pop a few off. Yeah, I, yeah dude. Get actually, blanks. actually, that would scare most people off. That that would well, scare off. So if you get a blank and you get somebody like close enough, it could like damage their sight and hearing. Ah, so that's, that's totally true. harmless. You know, that's true. Or you hopefully get, like, things, bolt. hopefully things don't come to that. But I could see hopefully. a scenario where it does come to that. In which case, yeah, I take um, it day by day, dude. Yeah, I take it day by day. I mean. There's already like here's like the thing like doesn't worry me about this like like in Wuhan or like in China apparently like the infection rate's gone down you know and hopefully like in like we'll see like in the next two or so weeks like Italy and shit like that the battle start to go back yeah. down too you know like when you start seeing like the downturn like there's no reason to really panic at that point unless like start, like it starts to evolve and shit you know but then we'll just at that point you know I don't know I'll deal with that then I'm not gonna worry about the future when it gets to occur yeah. That's true. These are one of those things where it's better to relax and then wherever the current takes you, just end up there. Ooh. Dude, just be completely stoic about it. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, that was very uh, zen. That was a zen thought I just had there. Just relax. Go with the current. Yeah. You'll end up where you end up. Grand where it ends up and fucking just take it day by day, man. Yeah. It's not an advantage or a disadvantage. It just is. Hopefully, hopefully we can be back at open mics in four weeks. Hopefully. Um, if I just not, I... you. Okay. And what's the low-hanging fruit jokes after this is like over, over like in four weeks or so? When it's like back to being an open mic on a regular basis. Oh, you what's know what I forgot to talk about? Speaking of low-hanging fruit, I didn't get to see um, Norm McDonald this weekend, obviously, because he, yeah. you know, pulled out of that, which you know, now it seems like, I think, I think improv might've even been shut down before the weekend. Yeah. It shut down. Yeah. So that was a guy we really would have loved to see before all of this popped off, but I'll have to wait to another day. I've never seen him. I've seen the movie. It's funny. 
Yeah. Oh, he's one of my he's one of my idols as far as joke writing goes. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. That's but another no, thing we can catch up on comedy specials. That's true, but uh, at that point, if you're watching Hello Specials, is like I just feel like there's no, you can watch them, but like I mean, if you're trying to like watch them then write or like write then watch it, just overdoing it, you might just I don't know. I feel like it's gonna fuck with your writing negative way. No, I I think was it me and you talking about this where I said I don't really watch many specials anymore. Never do I know because number one yeah we had thought this so like watching comedy is like doing comedy is ruined watching comedy yeah doing comedy is ruined watching and then plus i i think it's one of those things where you have to be ironically you have to be there right yeah just watching someone on a screen tell a joke that joke might you know suck the oxygen out of a room because of the way they deliver it or the way the crowd is feeling. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. No, I've heard this from like uh, comedians on podcasts before. They're just like talking about like doing specials. You don't want to kill too hard because then it just overwhelms like the uh, the room and the audience. Oh. You, don't, you, you don't kill hard, like you don't do well enough, like on the, like give it to them like super hard and it's just, it ends up being flat. Got it. You to find the sweet middle. So you're, even they feel like that's like not entirely an accurate representation of their material. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Between those two things, um, I kind of, I haven't been watching very many, but there are some that have come out since then that I, I, I really do want to watch. Just, I'm curious about it. Um, you know the ones I'm going to watch for sure in the near future are Brooke Kreischer, which just came out today. And then Chris Delia, which comes out next month, I think. And then Tom's the Girl, which comes out sometime either this week also or next week. Wow, Bert Kreischer's dropped today? I think he's, yeah, I think he has a new one. I think it's all on my Netflix thing on my, oh. my phone, like the little notification banner. So yeah, I, um, I could have sworn I watched a, what was a new one maybe a year ago, but you know what? I lose track of I think of it time. might have been a year or two years ago now. I think it was when we first started doing comedies when it came out. It's going on a year and a half, almost two years. Oh, okay. But so he announced like last year, like in San, like improv. Remember when he came into town, like he was going to do a yeah. whole like little tour? Yeah, yeah. So. I do recall that. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, check those out, or you can just yeah, dude. If I recommend you a special, I would check out Dan Soder, uh, oh. Son of a Gary on HBO. Right. Yeah, you told me about that one. I got to check it out. I do have HBO. I think yeah, Westworld is starting starting on on HBO too. Which oh, I, I watched that. that. Yeah, I just watched that on Sunday. Dude, it just came out already. Oh, okay. So are you caught up through season three? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just had the one episode. But yeah, I'm watching. Oh, yeah, watching that, and then Curb Your Enthusiasm too. So, oh, I love that show. That's dude, great. Dude, great. Dude, yeah. yeah. Larry David is yeah. a, that he's a national treasure that guy. Oh yeah, you've been watching the season? The new season? Oh, the I'm so far behind on Curb Your. I think I've watched back in the day the first 4 seasons, oh, dude, but you I haven't watch. watched it, any it, since it, the it, new it's came. It's the great. It, it it it's hilarious. It gets Okay. It's so much it's so funny. It gets better. I I kind of want to go back and watch the originals though again and then start oh yeah the watch them stuff. i watched them all i think a year ago i binge watched like eight, the eight seasons that were out and then okay i watched, watched the last year it came out recently it was pretty good nice so that's rare to cut your series and then wait and then come back and then be better than the previous series yeah i think i read like kim do the interview where he's like talking they're talking about like the gaps between like seasons like between season eight and season nine it's like a four or five year gap and he's just like, oh, yeah, HBO just lets me come back whenever I want. Wow. 
That's and it's like, yeah, whenever idea. you're ready to do another season, you can just come back and do it. Nice. Whenever you're ready. It's on him. Well, I'm sure he brings in a lot of subscribers, so it's probably worth it. Well, the show's fucking funny, dude. I think you'd yeah. like it a lot because he has a lot of physical comedy, Larry David. Yeah. No, he's um, he is one of my favorite. Uh, I haven't seen him do stand up, but you know that show is probably one of my favorite. I like the Larry David show more than I like Seinfeld. Let's put it that way. No, a curb. Yeah, I like her way more than Seinfeld. Yeah. Sure. Sorry. What did I say? Yeah, curb. That's pretty much what it is, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty much George Costanza's show. Like, yes. I get into it too much, dude. But he has a bit of like this way. I know you love the physical comedy, like where he's like, like this cup of coffee is not hot, and he just like dunks his nose in the cup of coffee. And he goes, look, it's lukewarm at best. You can't do that with cup of coffee, you know? Like, physical, do like, a nose joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just be like, yeah, you know, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I gotta watch that. I think, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld has comedians in cars getting coffee. And I think one of the right. best episodes of that is when it's him and Larry David. Him, Larry yeah. David, and Norm MacDonald. I think those are the three, my three favorite episodes on uh, get, uh, cars, comedians in cars getting coffee. Well, two of those guys are just legends. Straight up. I mean, all three of those guys are just legends straight up, you know? And then they all know Jerry fairly well, so it's kind of like yeah. you just rip off them and just they're more comfortable than probably like, you know, like Kevin Hart or Bill Burr, you know? Yes. Like, yeah, I didn't like, like the Bill Burr episode. The Bill Burr episode of him, I was kind of like, ah. Eh. For some well, reason, I thought Bill Burr came off. I don't think he came off good in his episode. Well, here's the thing. Like, as someone who's listened to that podcast quite a bit, like Bill Burr's podcast, it's probably just like, like a little nervous about the experience, you know, because like Jerry to him is more like a guy that's like comedy legend, you know, as opposed yeah. to like words. Somebody like Norm, like the point I'm trying to make is like, they're more just like, they know each other so long, but just peers. They're contemporaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. friends. They're friends. They might as well um, be in Caravan and Woodhams together. Exactly. Exactly. They were f- there at the uh, basement level. Um, yeah. You know what? Uh, one episode c- bummed me out, but because I wanted more, was the uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy one. Oh, I, think, I haven't seen that. I watched I, like the first season. That they think about, yeah, so. I can't believe. I mean, they have their constraints, I guess, but I was like, I could have listened to this guy talk about his history for hours and it was something like, you know, when you cut in the coffee B-rolls and the opening car stuff, it, it was probably like 15 minutes of Eddie Murphy. I was like, what the hell, guys? You must have more footage. Oh, yeah, that's all this. it is. All the, those are 15 minutes, dude. Like, I don't know, like, a good, do you want more, like, just, I don't know, I guess watch, like, Delirious or Raw. Yeah. I tried watching that. It's not the same, you know? Oh uh, yeah, like, it's not. It's different. It. I think all comedy ages, but there are some classics things in there. I think his bit. I. I don't know if it's um, which special it was off, but the one where he, where Bill Cosby criticizes him. That story he tells. Oh. And then yeah. he calls up. Uh, he calls Richard up Pryor. Uh, Richard Pryor, and then the advice he. Gets, I mean, that's classic. Was it funny? Yeah. Will. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, Richard Pryor's stuff's aged pretty well, I'd say. Yeah, no, his special, the one he did in Santa Barbara or whatever, I still, I, I watched that maybe, I don't know, five months ago, six months ago. Well, yeah, well, I was listening to one he did. It was still did, good. But, yeah, I listened to one he did like a while back, and it was like not it wasn't the uh, Sunset Strip one, it was a different one. But he's mm. doing like an impersonation of like a dog and shit, and like talking about like when he set himself on fire. It was fucking hilarious, dude. Yes. Yeah, I know that one too. That one, um, that might be the one I'm thinking of. 
um, where he talks about getting attacked by the German shepherds or something. I think so. That might have been it. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, one. yeah, but also like uh, who else? Like George Carlin stuff just seems pervading at this point, you know. <laughs> Well, if you go watch George Carlin's bit about stuff, yeah, that's very relevant right now. I think yeah, that's 100%. probably more relevant. Like that would land, that would be more relatable in today's climate than it was when he told it back in whatever, late 70s, early 80s. Well, like even like his stuff and stuff about like ideology, like political ideologies and like, like camps, like that's absolutely relevant like always you know it's like you know don't like people who always wear like the same armbands or whatever yeah that shit or, like the same clothes and they start wearing the same armbands and blah 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 and just you know basically leads to like fascism yeah you know it's one of his jokes that i really liked when he was talking about global warming and he said the earth will be just fine i'm pretty sure we're fucked <laughs> Oh yeah, I know that one too. Yeah, the earth will be fine. Like, yeah, we're just we're the virus, we're the disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe It'll take care of itself. Hotter. Yeah, no, that's entirely true, dude. Yeah. Um, what about quick, like YouTube clips? Do you ever go watch? Do you have like favorite comedy bits that you ever go watch on YouTube? Because I'm big into um, uh, I'm big into rewatching. Well, Norm Macdonald and uh. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. For some reason, those jokes still get me every time. Um, I would say, yeah, I mean, like, there's something I listen to back. Like, there's this Joe Rogan bit about him doing his friend that, like, um, but I love this bit. It's about, like, his, like, his friend getting a divorce and he's only married to, to like, his ex-wife, like, a certain amount of years. And his mm. friend got remarried. Or like, okay, he got divorced, right? And like, he's just like, wish that like, if he can go back in time, stop himself from getting married, uh-huh. like how desperate he is. Yeah. Like premises, like he'd go into like a Craigslist ad and like, just like suck somebody's dick who said uh, they can go back and like, yeah. take him back to the point of like life before they got married. And then like, how they get conned because they're so gullible and shit. Like it's just yeah. like that, I listen to that like over and over again. That's a fucking great one. Um, I got to go listen to that one. Oh yeah. I'm not I familiar with that, it. Yeah, so there's a special of the tabernacle, and then there's okay. Uh, I think that's on Netflix, but um, there's also like David Tell. Anybody David Tell? I can go. Oh, back to, like that's the other guy. Yes, David Tell. He's got just like machine gun. Dick, 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 yeah, so like jokes that if you. Anybody David Tell, you can go back to like a lot of his like bit on like uh like racism. He's like oh like like oh you mean like the Eskimos like even racist or anything? Oh the Eskimos? You mean the snow Mexicans? And then shit like that, or like talking about like anal sex sounding like a wet, like a wet boot stuck in mud. Oh, that's total a tell right there. Yeah. That's his style. Yeah, man. Good Anything stuff. Anything off of like Skanks is pretty good. And then, yep. Skanks for the Memories is the complete album title. But, okay. Um, nice. Yeah, I think that's pretty much my only really like comedy go to. Like, like, I can go back to like any time and just laugh at it. I feel like. That album is super fucking, like, it's one of the best comedy albums ever, I feel like. Could be. Yeah. You know what? I might end up with Jesus hair in a couple more weeks. Because I was supposed to get a haircut this week. But it happened, buddy. Yeah. So I'm, me and you are going to be rocking the, the, <laughs> the Jesus do for the next couple of months, probably. Because my hair yeah, is like, 
it's yeah, just getting out of control. Dude, you can just, just let it go down, man. Just let it fall to the side yep. and just let it do its thing, you know? I mean, just comb it for your Zoom conferences for work. Yep, that's right. Cool, man. Well, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up. I don't know. How do you rate this experience? Do you think this is worth doing, remote podcasts, or was it too disconnected? You know what? I would say keep doing it, but just, like, maybe do it for, like, 30, 45 minutes, you know? I feel like the hour starts to kind of, like, just wear on you the computer, you know? Yes. I'm, I'm getting that like, feeling, too. It's a little yeah. weird just staring at a screen and a camera. Yeah, I know exactly. For a prolonged period of time, it's just, like, because, like I said, it goes back to that, like, business meeting, like, yeah you know it's just like i'm not listening to, like obviously people can tell we're not in the same room just by the way we're talking and shit you know yeah so yeah it's gonna be there it's that, like i think level. yeah i think a zoom podcast is good for if you have 10 questions or even five questions but when you just get to small talk on a podcast through zoom it feels like it's a little long right maybe you just chug that up use like small talk episodes of your podcast and like market that way it's like 20 minute chunks we just ask like some people you don't know very well, basic like questions about like them, you know, over Zoom, just like get to know a better as like people in the comedy community. Yeah, I had a funny thought for a podcast segment. I want your opinion on this. What if we, uh, what if I did a podcast segment in every podcast where I say, um, random Facebook friend check in, and I just go to someone I'm connected to on Facebook and try and dial them, and if they pick up, you know, just have like a really small conversation, like, Hey, I'm podcasting. Why are we friends again? Or something like that. You know, do you think that'd be a good oh. thing to add to a, a podcast? Cause there's people I'm that connected to that. I don't think I've ever even met. Dude, I got that on LinkedIn the other day. I, I updated my profile from like my new job search for like a yeah. like year. And like I updated it to, to recently, right. And somebody I never met before, like congrats on the new role. I was like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, people are just like, networking. Thanks, yeah, like get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, totally. But yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I feel like if you do that, you put some people on blast, and those like, uh, oh, duh, duh. that's too. I feel that's like you get a lot of people who got new phones or weren't expecting this. Be like, um, what? Who? Who is this? What's going on? <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think it would be very uncomfortable. You and get more I'm, who is this kind of shit than anything else. Yeah. Almost borderline rude, but I don't know. I think it would be funny to me. Maybe I'll try it one. Be funny. Maybe, maybe I'll try it with someone I'm more comfortable with, you know, that I actually yeah. hang out with and have podcasted with before. I feel like, or you, you could call me, dude, for like, if you get, if you get something like me, you just gonna get a lot of like people not answering in general, though. I feel like, yeah, being honest. That's true. Cool, brother. Well, you have a good one. Be safe, man. And I yeah, hope man. that me this too. all blows over and we'll be hanging out at off the hook again in three or four weeks Hopefully um, we'll see what happens but if not maybe i'll get that D, D thing together and then we can hang out through that sweet all right man all right man have a good Catch one